재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul, 98.7 in Gwangju, and 93.7 in Yeosu. We like to get the show rolling with a little expat intel. A little bit of uh, tips, advice, secrets on how to lead a more comfortable life here in Korea. Today being Buddha's birthday. Uh, later in the show, we're going to focus in very tightly on Buddhism, but we thought we'd talk a little bit about faith in general and where you can find places to manifest your faith and perhaps even discover a faith while you're here. We are joined by Alex Sigrist and Kimberly Ng, as we always are. Guys, welcome. Hello, hello. Hey, how's it going, Kurt? How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm, actually, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling upbeat. How Very about cool. you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm excited for uh, our uh, Buddhism segment a little bit later in the Are show. Are you going to light a lantern? Something like that. Or I'll go to a temple. This is always the best time of year to go to those Buddhist temples and see the beautiful decorations, the mm-hmm. lanterns, the colors. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. So, yeah, we're talking a little bit about faith this week. Maybe you are a, a devout fill in the blank. Or maybe you don't have a faith right now and you're kind of curious. Um, Seoul is, being a world city, is as good a place as any to explore faiths. And yeah. especially if you're interested in Asian faiths and belief systems, you are in the right place big time. Mm-hmm. Since it's um, Buddha's birthday today, let's dive in with Buddhism to start. How about that? Yeah, that sounds great. Actually, there are a few that you can go visit. There are obviously the temples that are already here and built and that people actually go to not just to practice their faith but also to visit but um, we're going to focus a little bit more on the less known ones mm. for starters there's the Soka Gakkai International um, Soka Gakkai means to create value the association of value creation and they're a Japanese Buddhism movement a layman's Buddhism and they host regular meetings and gatherings that are conducted both either in English or Korean when you say a layman's Buddhism. What do you mean by that? So something that's really applicable that you can use on your day in your daily life, not something mm. that you have to attain to when you die. Mm. Okay, yeah. and maybe not quite as ornate with beliefs and orthodoxies, things like right, that. Right, right. They're more liberal in the sense. Mm. There's a real great. I don't. I can't remember the author, but there's a really great book out there called Buddhism Without Beliefs. Mm. It's basically a Buddhism. Of Buddhist philosophy stripped of all of the sort of metaphysical things that right. you would believe, possibly, you know, all of the stuff about reincarnation, oh, and yeah. what happens on this or that plane, and really just down to the morality of it. That's so, really uh, cool. It seems like a nice like, how-to book of how to, exactly. how to do. Well, yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. Uh, Buddhism is a very cool, I think that's why it's getting more popular, because it's a cool uh, life system for dealing with mm-hmm. pain and it's suffering. It's actually really, really good, yeah. Let's go through a couple of other uh, Buddhism branches on the tree that people might want to explore. Okay, just just to recap really quickly, though, if you need information on this uh, religion, SGI, uh, you can go to sgi.org. There, there, it's all in English, but if you can read Korean, the ksgi.co.kr. Mm-hmm. And the next one we're going to transition into is the Diamond Way Buddhism. This is a lay organization within the Tibetan Buddhism of Karma Kagyu. And it's kind of small so they've actually started a group now that hosts regular meetings mm. and one's actually hosted next week. Um, mm. They've started this group on meetup.com and you can find where and when and how 
Okay, kind of a pathway into uh, Tibetan-style Buddhism. Yes. And? And the next one is um, the Quantum School of Zen. So this is Zen Buddhism that we're talking about. Um, Quantum means perceiving world sounds. And in that way, it means to compassionately hear the cries of the universe. So it's like this unspoken rule, kind of a little bit like similar to the law of attraction, if you will. Hmm. The center that does it in Korea is called the Korean Musangsa Center. And this is actually the regional headquarters for this practice. Um, you can sign up for retreats that vary from one day to 90 days, depending on what you're looking for. Um, people actually go there to meditate and like partake in activities, including like the non-speaking retreats and stuff like that. So it's really, really cool. Mm, 90 mm-hmm. days of 90 meditation days. is, uh, you better build up your chops a bit first before you go on a 90-day retreat. That probably <laughs> would help you yeah. a lot. I'd try the one-day retreat. retreat first and see how patient you can be. <laughs> and, and, you know, you work your way up to 90 days. Uh, 90 days could be wonderful for you. That kind of uh, is a quick look at Buddhism. Um, of course, they're all different faiths here in town. Uh, just w- near where I live, I'm uh, not far from Itaewon. There's a, a big mosque there, perhaps the, right. the biggest mosque in Seoul, I think we can say, right? Yeah, that's actually the headquarters of the Korean Muslim Federation, um, also known as the Seoul Central Masjid. Mm. I believe that's the one it's yeah. called, okay. the one in Itaewon. Um, so if you're in town or and you're kind of curious about um, Islam, you can actually visit this mosque um, but you have to be dressed appropriately basically sure. to cover uh, you have to cover your hands and your feet that's the most important thing but to enter um, before you get, go in at the guardhouse they'll actually give you um, the hijab and mm-hmm. the yeah. other appropriate attire that you need to enter the mosque right to cover arms legs make sure you're adhering to all of that and also the color mm-hmm. code uh, mm-hmm. This is not a place to show up in your shorts and your flip-flops. I, I can't go right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I see. You've words. got your, your summer shorts on. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, it's, a, it's a very fast-growing community. And maybe, one, if I'm not mistaken, it's the fastest-growing religious community. In 2005, when the survey yeah. came out, they wasn't even registered as something like it was below 0%. Or yeah. sorry, 1%. Well, actually, it's been established about, for about 50 years right, now, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Sure, sure. But they've also expanded to a lot of other cities in mm-hmm. Korea, including Gwangju, Jeonju. Tegu and even Jeju. So you are pretty pretty covered here yeah. in Korea. Hmm. And one of the interesting things about that Seoul Central Masjid area is that the whole neighborhood surrounding it feels a little bit like you're perhaps in the Middle East or hmm. uh, in maybe uh, Indonesia or something like that. You've got this Islamic community around there. Halal foods, mm-hmm. books, uh, all kinds of sort of Islamic-related businesses, uh, different types of food that you find in, in Muslim countries. So just the walk around in the neighborhood can be worth it. Yeah. Nice. I remember we did, way back when on this program, we did something on how all Korean households, or many of them, tend to have one version of the um, Talmud, the Jewish oh. book of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a very popular edition that came out. It's sort of a Talmud digest because mm-hmm. the real Talmud would fill up your entire wall, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, it, you know, and it, it's almost like a w- Jewish wisdom in conventional life, you know, hmm. t- modern life. Um, so there are, needless to say, tons of synagogues here in town and community right, right. centers and so on. There's one big one that we went to to talk uh, to the rabbi in the Hanamdong area, right? Yeah, right, right. And so, and that's been pretty good. I've been looking over the websites because I'm not an expert on Judaism, so I had to mm-hmm. find it. But yeah, the one in Hanamdong is good. They have, of course, um, Hebrew and English. Mm-hmm. It's very easy for anyone to find. One interesting thing about this, of course, if let's say you're not Jewish and you're interested in it, is that Judaism is not a religion that proselytizes. And so that is mm-hmm. something that you will have to end up going out and searching and finding on your own to 
uh, get information about that. Yeah, and there's uh, a lot of sort of practical and moral wisdom kind of embedded in it. And in fact, mm-hmm. they offer at that Hanamdong com- uh, Jewish Community Center weekly classes in Talmud, and mm. Koreans come and take it nice. just because they want to kind of broaden their mm-hmm. world, not that they intend to uh, convert. Then we get to the real big yeah. uh, religion that's uh, prevalent in, in Seoul and across Korea, Christianity, of which there are, of yep. course, several stripes. Right, right. Christianity comes in, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and divide it into three forms. Mm-hmm. I think normally we divide it into two with uh, Catholicism and Protestantism. Mm-hmm. And that is a huge division here in Korea. Uh, in fact, I used to say when I was growing up, I was raised Catholic. Yeah. And I used to say, I'm a Christian. And then say, oh, what? Denomination, I say Catholic, and that was acceptable. That's interesting. Here you would say, or here you say, uh, what are you? You're a Christian. Yeah, okay. And uh, I go to the Catholic Church. No, no, then you're not Christian. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? It's the same. Okay, but no. It's almost like. So that's something to know. Catholic is not really viewed as a subset of Christian here, it's but not. rather as something that's. Uh, it's on its own. On its it own. Is. Yeah, that's actually how I grew up with, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, okay. And so that's something that's important to know. So if you are looking for it, you need to either. Uh, you can just, well, you can just say the word Catholic, Catholic, if, Catholic. To, to make it easy uh, mm-hmm. in Korean f- for those looking for it. And there's a lot of different churches around mm-hmm. um, in various different cities. I, I found two, that one that I've been to, um, the Myeongdong Cathedral. Mm-hmm. And I've been to the outside of the one in Jeonju. It's a church of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. There's lots of them. One difference you'll notice is that they don't often have the red cross at the top of the building. Mm. Of course, look for typical... Catholic structures. There's Gothic ones, but there's mm-hmm. also ones that are in inside buildings, very small community right. church, uh, mm. churches as well. That's one of the striking things when I arrived in Korea the first time was the uh, number of electric crosses, let's call that them is, neon crosses. Uh, a sea of neon crosses yeah. when you look mm-hmm. out from Namsan, and those are all pretty uniformly connected right. to quote-unquote Christian churches mm-hmm. yeah. as opposed to Catholic churches. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, we have Myeongdong Cathedral just around the corner from us here. I think it's it's nice. Even if you're not a uh, practicing Catholic, mm-hmm. uh, there's something about a large Catholic church that is just very peaceful. It's a good mm-hmm. place yeah. to go and just uh, grab just, a sit sometimes and, mm-hmm. and just look at the uh, architecture. Yeah. So Protestantism, or right. as it's called here, Christian, uh, how, do, how do we subdivide all that? Well, I subdivide that into two categories, and this is based on what my professor had, had taught us. Um, but basically, there's the gospel of wealth, and then there's kind of more of a, let's say, a humbler version of it. Mm, prosperity gospel, as it were. Yeah. Let's start with the prosperity gospel. The prosperity gospel is often found with the largest churches, and this is the easier one to find because often they find you. <laughs> you see them on the street and it, it really just takes a couple of internet searches or looking around and to see the person handing out Bibles to find them. These sure. are very, very, very large churches. Uh, the one in Yoido comes to mind. It's mm-hmm. one of the biggest in the world. Mm-hmm. And just the only thing to, to know about that one is to kind of do your research on it as well. If you're in, interested in that, there are some that have, let's say, trouble behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but do your work on that. If that's the kind of gospel that you're looking for. But what we talked about earlier Oftentimes, the other one, which is, I'm going to go and call it the less ostentatious version of it, you can often find just by doing a walk around your neighborhood and then finding those red crosses on the top. But most of the time when I find out about them, they're actually through word of mouth because mm. these are small communities. So if you want the smaller community, then you kind of stay away from the ostentatious side of these and go to these smaller Protestant communities. Yeah, mm. I'd say almost every expat, certainly most uh, um, uh, fellow Americans like myself have at one time or another been uh, ha- had a Korean 
introduce themselves and say, oh, please come visit my church, that kind of thing, <laughs> or be invited to a, a Christian church. I, yeah, I yeah. dare say it's probably, uh, you know, that makes them real happy when they can bring in somebody yeah, and yeah. kind of start the process of mm-hmm. possibly getting you to attend uh, their church. All right, we don't have a whole lot of time. Let's just kind of zoom through some of these other um, smaller faith areas. So there's this other section that we're going to talk about, which is like the healing section. Um, There's this one practice called Reiki. It's actually an alternative medicine that was developed in the 20s in Japan. Uh, This process of Reiki is actually to provide natural healing through touch. Um, There's there's now this meetup group that meets every first Sunday of the month. And if you're interested, there's a 3,000 won membership fee per session even if you're a beginner and you've not heard of it or you're just really interested you can definitely show up um there's the next one which is the baha'i faith um this is a monotheistic religion so basically monotheism is the belief in one god Mm -hmm. and in baha'i faith is they believe that there's a unification of all the sort of one god many names yes exactly Mm -hmm. one god Mm -hmm. many names and um They have a small collective in Seoul. Unfortunately, it's not that big, so it's not outside of Seoul yet. Mm. But they do host conventions and little events and community building activities. The next one is the Keylontic Science, also known as Freedom Teachings. Um, This practice actually visits the connection between science and spirituality, between energy and consciousness. So therefore allowing the person to understand what makes humans tick and mm. ultimately to understand life itself. Mm. This is a fairly new group that has um, emerged and they are also hosting meetings um, where they'll do little readings and have talks about experiences, just life experiences, or if you're already in the faith, your experiences practicing the faith. So that's some of the really cool, smaller groups yeah. that are around. Yeah. And then there's, uh, I mean, these have all been pretty heavy stuff in terms of uh, embracing a, a faith or a right. worldview, if not outrightly believing in God. I think there are a, a fair number of people out there who uh, feel that they can actualize themselves in a spiritual way without necessarily committing to a, a faith system. Right. These are the the, the, the nuns, if you will, yeah. the not affiliated, the not af- none of the above, if you will. And it's interesting because in Korea, because there's so many, uh, as yeah. far as the Korean population, you don't actually see those groups forming as much because there's no need to bond. It's kind of, if you're non, you're, you're average, I guess. Mm-hmm. You're in the 50%. And in the U.S., though, uh, they do have those. So you can find those organizations here, especially if you're from outside of Korea and mm-hmm. you, you want to kind of belong to that. You, there's atheist groups, free thinker groups, right. agnostics, and those are pretty relatively easy to find through social media. Mm-hmm. Social media, and we've mentioned the, the Meetup utility a uh, number of times, right, right. meetup.com. Yes. In essence, uh, that is a real good re- resource for mm-hmm. whatever particular Most branch definitely. of study or yeah. uh, faith or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always some kind of ad hoc group for that. All right, we're going to come back and pit the two of you against each other enough of this peace, love, and understanding stuff. Events of the week. We'll we'll see who has the better one right (laughs) after this. What? Where? How? When? Why? Expat Town. Just a little jingle, long enough for each of us to catch our breath and come back. <sighs> Everybody feel relaxed? Well, don't, because <laughs> you're, you're ta- it's time to square off against each other. Our weekly cage match between Alex and Kimberly, when they try to find the cooler 
expat-friendly event. Who wants to start? Well, I can start. I'm actually going off on this smaller event that's kind of a follow-up of the bigger beer event that happened recently. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've missed that, there's a small event hosted for for expats. Not just expats, of course, locals can go as well. But um, if you're a fan of beer and live music, there is a beer festival that's already underway and it's ending tomorrow. It'll be held outside the Coex Mall next to exit 5 and 6 of Samsung Station. There will be live music for, by expat bands played from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m., so about 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And beer is on the tap, and there will be nine food trucks. Nine food trucks? Nine food I trucks. I didn't even know there were nine food trucks in Korea. <laughs> you never know, right? Yeah. You're using right. food tents, right? So. i got to be honest, Alex. That sounds pretty good. Um, <laughs> your, your work is cut up for you, sir. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to go for the 2016 Soul Rose Festival happening May 20th, Friday, to May 22nd on Sunday. This was a really cool event for me because I lived right next to it, and I never knew this happened. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is happening in the Chungnangton Stream. Uh, it's the Rose Tunnel, they're calling it. And there's just a lot to do. It's a great date place, a great place to take your family uh, they've even separated the days. May 20th is Rose Day. May 21st, Lover's Day. They have lots of different events. You can walk around, uh, obviously see the roses. They have food vendors. Uh, more than 50 booths to, of course, purchase rose-related products, photo contests, performances, and a place to kind of try your hand at traditional games. So there's a lot to do. Over 72,000 Roses, over 40 different varieties. I didn't even know there were 40 different varieties until I, I found this. <laughs> Is it true there's like black roses? I'm going to say yes because Yo. that sounds like a good that yes, sounds like right. you know. I, I know there's a whole wide die. range of I've seen yeah. like a, a kid, like on my emo music that I listened to when the kid was about black roses, but yeah. I don't know about actual <laughs> black roses. When you're in your goth phase. Okay. <laughs> Just go to exit It, match, a, it kind yeah. of matches what you're wearing today, Kurt, That's like right. a black my black t shirt. Uh, my black t shirt, <laughs> my sullen attitude about life, that kind of stuff. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> no, no wonder you're putting us head to head. Hey, this is uh, my, my weekly amusement. Yeah. All right. Now, what, anything else we need to know about this? Uh, just, you can go to exit. At eight at Tenning Station, go straight, go past the little mini stream, and then turn right down the first road, and you'll see it. It's, it's very, very close to Exit Eight. Tenning Station—that's that's where you used to live. You said I used to live right there, okay. and I didn't know this existed. Now you know. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, it's tough. Um, on a slow day, I would say Kimberly, you would have had a lock on this because uh, you know beer and food trucks. Uh, you had me. That's at beer, your song. You know. <laughs> But um, if I'm forced to pick, and, and the gun is, Which is you are. on me to pick, I <laughs> the, do the have to pick here. the Rose Day because uh, there's just the variety is a little bit better here. Yeah. Um, you know, every day is kind of a beer festival in, in certain neighborhoods. Right. But, uh, and I've got and nothing nice. against a beer festival. I really, frankly, people, I recommend that you go to both of these things. Mm-hmm. These sound both awesome. Doesn't mine sound more spiritual, though? I think <laughs> yours is more on sensitive. On yeah, you're a very sensitive guy, Alex. Aww. And uh, you're a lover of nature. <laughs> And I think this would be a wonderful place to take uh, your your date or your wife or whatever. Just admit it, Kurt. You want to take Alex on a date. Hey, let's stop that right now. Hey, (laughs) I just met you and... Hey. This is crazy, but it's still crazy. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So, and and you said there's food vendors and stuff, and yeah. just the sheer variety of roses, I think, is is wild. Forty varieties yeah. of roses. That is wild. And a rose tunnel. Yeah, and so why not? Why not take a date and, you know, really enjoy And it's May. It's just, it's like kind of the end of the really nice spring weather. Right. It's a great time to take a walk and get out there and, and I try not to say it. S- smell the 
smell Yeah, smell some flowers. How's that? Yeah. Kimberly, why don't you go with Alex? Uh, no thanks. Are you guys You're both young, hip, and single? Uh, I can call my friends. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even a friend. I'm not even that oh, level. No. Oops, oh no! I smell burning roses in here. Oh. All right, I think that's uh, really good. I think you've got to go to both of these festivals. That will wrap up our. Uh, this was supposed to be like a really harsh duel between the two of you, but we actually We were ended it with a sweet note, didn't we? Very sweet. I, I felt the nirvana in this room. Aww. Whatever that means, I felt it. All right, let's wrap it up on that. Guys, I will see you next week with more expat intel, and I'll see you, Alex, this week with some Korea nerdiness. Always looking forward to it. Okay, now that we've talked so much about roses, let's just give you a little mood music to go with it. This is Edith Piaf with La Vie en Rose. Des yeux qui fondaient, c'est les miens. Un rire qui se perd sur sa bouche. Voilà le portrait sans regret.